Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I don't think that you have to divulge all the information if you are not in a serious relationship with the person or if you feel like it's too soon because I often do not bring up like I struggled with this for a while. Okay. So with my therapist, I told her all the time, like I felt like I had to divulge into my new relationships, like my trauma. Okay. Like here's what happened in my last relationship. Here's what went wrong. Oh my God. Like I got to unload all this baggage on you. And it doesn't have to be that way. Like you it shouldn't be that way for one. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We have our very first sponsor for this week's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by one of our partners, Wooden Thread Boutique. They are a online boutique store with great boho chic clothing for all your casual needs. If you want to dress up, dress it down. They have all your fashion needs. You can follow them on Instagram at Wooden Thread Boutique or shop online at their website, woodenthreadboutique.com. You can also use the code galsguide 10 and get 10% off of your order online check them out guys they do amazing work low-key i do their photography so that's one reason why we're getting that sponsorship today and i just did an amazing just did an amazing fall photo shoot for the new fall arrivals with my friend darby the clothes are super comfortable super amazing they got all of your needs they have you know loungewear dresses jumpsuits jeans graphic tees really flirty clothing really casual clothing literally it goes all the way from like anthropology urban outfitters that kind of vibe if you're into that you're gonna love wooden thread boutique so go online shop woodenthreadboutique.com that is woodenthreadboutique.com and use gals guide 10 for 10 percent off your online purchase awesome that was so professional right i love it it's like it was written out for you right <laughs> so what has been going on with you I have just had the most chaotic girl you week, <laughs> week of my entire life. This girl called, like, texted me crying, utter hysteria last night. I felt so bad. I like Venmo to five bucks to go get a Dunkin' Donuts Literally, coffee. That like made me like sad girl cry this morning. I was like, oh my god. So I am participating in a four day, eight hour conference online to um, gain more education in pediatric feeding therapy, something I'm super passionate about and I'm really excited for it. Um, Sounds riveting. Yeah. We just completed day (laughs) one and I had my mom walked in to bring my phone because I left it downstairs and um, I had a carrot like in my mouth and she she just busted out laughing. (laughs) But anyways, so long story short, they require you to have an ethernet cord and we all know the new MacBook Pro's pause okay what the fuck is ethernet you plug it into the router it's supposed to be like really really fast internet why oh, why oh, why did you just use wi-fi 
I don't know. I guess people have been like booted off or whatever. So interesting. Okay. So my MacBook, of course, doesn't have that because you know I have Mac said the fuck Mac. ports. Mac and- said we don't need anything. Um, so I called like ten stores around town, like Best Buy. Best Buy was actually closed, so I couldn't call them. Um, Target, Walmart. I called all the places. No one had an Ethernet adapter. Finally, found one at an Office Depot. Ran over eight minutes before they closed. I walked in. I had called the girl. I was like, do you have this in stock? She was like, yes. And I was like, please hide it for me. She was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I cannot do that. (laughs) (laughs) Do it anyways, bitch. (laughs) Like, Oh my gosh. I must have sounded desperate because when I walked in the door, she was like, someone literally came in and asked me where the ethernet adapters were. And I told them we were sold out. (laughs) That is a queen. We stand. I was like, you are a goddess. So I, I take it home. I try to install it. It doesn't work. I'm like, great, awesome, love that. Um, so then I tried it again, and I finally figured out how to install it, and it crashed my computer. Um, my computer would not turn on, and I was on the phone with Apple till midnight, and when I woke up the next day, they were like, just leave it on, maybe it'll start itself, and uh, woke up to it still not working. Somehow oh, you woke finally, up this morning until it's still not oh, working. It wasn't working. Like I oh was, I was, I was literally calling the president of the organization <laughs> that was holding the conference, asking her what to do. So she was shut like, the fuck up. I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. It was like 15 minutes before the conference was supposed to start. I was freaking out. We finally got it to work, but she was like, "Just use your old computer, and if it doesn't work, then like we'll figure out something to like help accommodate you or whatever." It worked. We're all good. Everything is good. But the Apple people were like, yeah, don't use that specific brand. Like, apparently it crashes Mac computers. What brand is this? What brand is it? J Create, J5 Create or something. Okay, you've heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Don't buy it. PSA alert. Ain't nobody using Ethernet. But but the, the funniest part was that we had, I had booked a mac repair at a simply mac the closest simply mac was like 138 miles away in johnson city tennessee and my ass my ass was going today to get my computer fixed you're kidding me oh my god until apple was able to fix it for me but i was like oh my gosh this bitch is about to get on the road to johnson city (laughs) tennessee i gotta get on Yeah, about to so, wag a wheel this bitch to get my MacBook fixed. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to have a computer to do my job. I was devastated. I was like, we're not going to be able to record. We're yeah, because Apple do anything. Because Apple is not doing it's repairs like, right it's now. It's like curbside. Yeah, it's like curbside pickup. They're like, oh, you'll just have to ship it in. And I was like, I ain't got time for that. I need my computer. Anyways, everything is fine. But I was an entire ball of anxiety. It was terrible. Really terrible. Oh, my God. I was like, honestly, this would only happen to me. For real, Tru- though. Truly, like, honestly. <laughs> truly. My my boyfriend was like, you've got to be shitting me. And I was like, listen, I'm like the epitome of bad luck. My lucky number is 666. So, I mean. That's not a bad number. If you look up angel numbers, it's not bad. Mine's okay. eleven eleven, so it counteracts. Like it's fine. Like I have really good luck. So when we're together, it just balances out. I mean, I'm a little spicy anyway, so I mean You're an Aries, like I you're mean, an Aries with a Scorpio rising. Like yeah, something so bad I mean, is bound to happen to you. I mean, if if six 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 isn't my angel number, then like <laughs> It's some type of angel. <laughs> True. Maybe a fallen one. <laughs> I was like, whether it's above or below, who knows? <laughs> 
What about you? What have you been up to? I have been, God, pouring over this film and like trying to get it wrote and get it into production. And like I was talking to the actor who is acting in this film, uh, as one does when your name is the actor. <laughs> and i was talking to him today i was like you know like i'm really scared and he's like i think that's a good thing that you're scared um and i was like i'm not scared to direct because i've directed before i've directed hannah's music videos i've directed um theater before like it's being in charge is not a place that i am terrified of in fact i thrive when i am in charge and i prefer it um that is my type eight enneagram coming straight at you right there with my mm. leo's um sun sign i was just like i just don't want to let anybody down he's just like it, if it gets done it gets done like no one's asking you to make this you're making it for yourself and so you know talking with him it really helped and everything and i am really excited to get like this film done and it really honestly hasn't hit me yet that we're going through with it. I don't think it's going to hit me until we're on set and I have all these people looking at me to tell them what the fuck to do. And I'm like, okay, we're here. <laughs> this is real. This is me. Yeah. I feel like you work well under stress though. And like, yes, I stay calm somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I, mm-hmm. me and you are the opposite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I go into like almost like a mother. Like it's the only time I go into a motherly role is when, <laughs> like when, there's, when there's when something bad is happening. When there's danger. Like I, we go to haunted houses, and like Hannah was terrified to walk through all the clowns, and I was like, I got you. Like I'll protect you. It's fine. Just hold my hand. Just hold my hand. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of sad. We don't get to, get to go, go to, to a haunted house. I know. I told, I told Blaine. I was like, Can we walk through Spirit Halloween just for fun? <laughs> Oh my god, I saw the cutest Halloween costumes for COVID on TikTok. People dressed up as snow globes. They put- <laughs> I was like, that's a COVID safe Halloween costume. It was from like last year's Halloween. I was like, that's genius. We just all need to have masks incorporated into our I mean, it's the so, perfect like, holiday for so it, like, honestly. So uh we got snow globes. Um the Breaking Bad um, costume with like the the yellow uh, jumpsuit with the gas mask and everything, got that one. Uh, anything that causes you to wear a mask, basically. V for Vendetta. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great one. The Purge. <laughs> Honestly, that I mean the I've list. I wanted go. to do the Purge one because I I just I really like those masks. They're creepy. But, uh, yeah, you and yeah, you and the creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I have been at. Hannah's thrilled that I finally listened to folklore. Oh my gosh! You made an <laughs> Instagram post. You wrote something about a car- Alexa play said, cardigan. Alexa, I was like, yes. she finally listens to cardigan. I mean, folklore. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, like, oh my I did. Gosh. I did. Well, it started to feel like fall. So no, yeah, I finally listened to folklore, and I have not a cohesive. Is that the word? Not a complete list of my favorite songs because I haven't listened to every song because it takes a lot for me to like literally like every song on an album. Mm -hmm. And to your controversy statement that I know you're going to have, I do like every song on the Reputation album. As I roll my eyes. I'm sorry. That's her only album where I literally like every single song. 
I, like I told you, I said I, I would like to make an album of all of the songs of hers that I like from all of her albums, and then that would be my perfect Taylor Swift album. But Hannah, on a previous episode, you shared your favorite songs from folklore, so now it's only right that I get to share my favorite songs from folklore. So Go therefore, my favorite, Exile, number one. Number one, baby. Bon Iver, mm, my Hallocene babe. Oh, yes, he's going to be at the very top. My Skinny Love, second favorite, The One. Um, I've listened to that. I've listened to both those on repeat lately, and they make me cry all the time. Wow, did not know I had that much tears in me. Uh, third, my tears ricochet again. We are just on the sadness train. My favorite Taylor Swift song is "All Too Well," so therefore, I'm going to go with all the sad songs. Fourth yeah. favorite, Mirrorball. Love a Mirrorball. Love disco. Love the vibe of it. Um, I also like Invisible String, Illicit Affairs, and I shockingly like Betty. I like Betty for the chorus. I'm not usually a fan of her story, like, book songs, except for All Too Well, because All Too Well is from a first-person narrative, which is why I like All Too Well, Mm -hmm. Um, but I shockingly like Betty. I don't usually like their POV kind of songs, but I I like Betty. Um, That's really all I've listened to. I've listened to August, and I've listened to other ones, but... um, I like Cardigan. I cannot stand the last great American dynasty. You cannot fight me on that. Uh, you will not change my mind. I do not like it. Um, it's I'm not I here for it. I just don't love it. Like, no. I, like I said, when it comes on, it's song. It's like number three. I listen through it. Yeah, but I'm not like turning it up. Everyone was like, if you don't like that one, then nah, 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 nah. And I'm like... Eh. I will say, though, I will say, Exile is probably one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. It's getting up on the list. All Too Well is my number one. And then yeah. it's and then it's Cruel Summer. I fucking love Cruel Summer. That is one of the... Oh, my God. That song is a bop. Uh, I also like False God. I love oh, False God. I love False God. I have heard some people hate on False God, and I'm like, how dare you? Uh, it's okay. But people... They, just, al- they don't know. People also hate on... Um, reputation like they'd be hate and i'm just like you were hating on it earlier and i was just I like was did you not earlier and you're like and then you listed off all those songs and i was like never i was mind. like uh <laughs> bitch put respect on delicate call it what you want king of my heart yes. getaway car oh oh yeah i forgot about new those. year's day i here's the thing dress I really, i'm bad about like i'm more of an i know the song not the album kind of girl yeah i get like, that even though you're a musician and mm-hmm. it should be the other way around mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah about that. <laughs> i mean it's it's fine i'm a film person i've never seen the fucking godfather all the way through so hmm. who am i to say who am i to judge all right tell us what's your captivation of the week okay here we go midnight sun by stephanie fucking meyer baby she came back at it again with the twilight series okay so here's the thing i am a writer i used to fucking hate reading right um and then i read twilight and i honestly have just been like trying to find a coping mechanism for this very stressful time in my life and it's been resulting back to my 15 year old self when i read twilight for the first time and honestly i am thriving this book is almost twice as long as the original twilight forgot that edward fucking talks a lot and has a lot of fucking opinions um so you know it's 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 great so far. What I have read, it's been thoroughly interesting. I binge watched the entire series last week. 
I know. I was like, oh my gosh, that's dedication. I was I was living for it. Like I watched the first one because I have it on DVD, and then I was like, ooh, New Moon. And I was like, yes, forgot how good New Moon was. Like I'm watching it again after I've gone through a hard breakup, and I was like, wow, you really started to understand Bella when you've gone through a dramatic, depressing breakup. You understand why this bitch. Like I thought she was dramatic when I was 14. Nah, man, I understand. And then I watched Eclipse, and like I used to be Team Jacob. Then I rewatched Eclipse. I was like, nah, fuck Jacob. Like he don't know consent. Um, we on Team Edward. This bitch knows what yes and no means. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I never liked Jacob. So yeah, um, I just really liked Jacob when I was younger because um, Abs and Taylor Lautner, and I was also friends on. So. <laughs> There you go. There you go. I related to him on a spiritual level. And then I watched Breaking Dawn and I forgot how bad the CGI of Renezme is. Like, if you've seen the actual baby that Renezme is, like, it's a cute ass baby. Why do they need to CGI that terrible fucking face on that baby? I will never understand. What's yours? What's your favorite? What's, your, what's going on with you? I mean, My what's captivation. your captivation? Yeah, the, the words. The, what's your captivation of the week? What's going on with you? Well, speaking of our sponsor today, um, I went to Winter Boutique and bought way too many things and <laughs> have been utterly obsessed with the JBD cutoff straight jeans. I've worn them like a total of six times and I think I bought them like two weeks ago. I've just been looking for a good of like good pair of straight leg jeans that mm-hmm. didn't have holes in them, that were good wash, that were comfortable. And they're it, fam. So use our code. Go get them. I highly yes. recommend. They're pretty true to size. I got one size and they fit. And we will have a link in the show notes for you guys with the coupon code and everything. So yeah. go and check that out. Yeah. So sh- honestly, just like shopping, fall, fall shopping in general. Just our little housekeeping, you know, that we usually do. Make sure you guys are following us on social media. My Instagram is Emily Elise. That is Emily A-L-E-E-C-E. Whoever wants to come up with a jingle. I'm waiting for a jingle, you guys. Like our DMs are open for my jingle. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting (laughs) for it. Um, And then mine is Hannah Nicole Adams. And then just follow us on our Instagram for the podcast. It is at the Gals Guide Pod. And then we also have a website, thegalsguidepod.com. We have TikToks, Emily.Elise, spelled the same fucking way. And then you're Hannah and Adam. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. Um, and we do have a couple of new episodes coming up, you guys, that we really want your impact on and your feedback and your story. So make sure you are following us on Instagram. That way you guys can contribute. We have... Hopefully a special episode coming up. I'm just going to put it into the universe. Like I want to put it on the podcast manifested because some people we listen, some people who listen to this podcast, we want them on the show. Basically, mm-hmm. we really want to do a guys tell all episode. Like they want to hear one of these many men characters that are on this show. Like, can you imagine if we had an episode of one of them? God, and he knows who he is. He knows he's on the app. He knows he's on the podcast. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to just do a male, a male tell all kind of thing where you guys can ask any question that you've ever wanted a guy, uh, to answer. I know Hannah, you have a ton. <laughs> I do. And we're trying to get inside their minds. And so we got some that are like, we want to get some that are single, some that are in relationships and are married, you know, whatever it may be, um, and get some of those questions answered for you guys in season two. 
which mm-hmm. next week's episode is going to be our season finale. Uh, so it's crazy. I know. I think it's been a year. Wow. And you guys loved Brooke's episode. So we're so excited for you guys to see what's coming up in the new season. Yes. Yes. And so make sure that you guys are subscribed to our podcast, rate and review. If you review, you might end up on our Instagram stories. So and who knows? don't forget. Who knows for our like one year anniversary, we might do a giveaway. Yeah. <gasps> For our subscribers. Mm, That's actually a really great idea there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And our Instagram followers. Oh, so go follow us there at the Gals Guide Pod. And you might get some free makeup or whatever it may be. Something from Wooden Throw Boutique. (laughs) Something awesome. Just uh, be on the lookout. Yeah. So make sure you guys are following us on our social platforms. That way you guys can stay up to date and all that good things. So for today's episode... We need to have a talk. <laughs> Did you like how I phrased that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, I recently saw a TikTok. Uh, it was Jared Freed from the You Up podcast. And it got me thinking. He was like, you know, if you have to have the talk, then you already know the answer. Like, do you have to have the talk in relationships kind of thing? Like, um, you didn't have to ask your best friend what you were. So should you have to do it with your boyfriend? And I still think yes. Because in my mm-hmm. mind... If you don't ask me to be your girlfriend, I'm still single. Like, I'm still going to go out with other people. So, I like the clarification. But sometimes, like, especially in your late 20s, like, it's so weird to ask, like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Like, (laughs) it can be so awkward. You forgot that your boyfriend even asked you. (laughs) I legitimately was, like, embarrassed because (laughs) you texted me. (laughs) Uh, on new year's eve we had a little too much to drink and uh when the ball dropped he asked me and i said yes but then when i woke up i was like did i make that up in my skull so on his birthday which was four days later we were sitting we were sitting in his car and i said i just have to ask and he was like yeah i I thought i thought you might have (laughs) forgot it's fine it's fine. So bad. It's cool. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's totally fine. Whenever this has been brought up in the most recent years, it's been me that's brought it up. Uh, oh, accent. Here we go. <laughs> I just remember, like in high school, because that's the only time I was asked to be someone's girlfriend. Um, that's so sad. Uh, it was always like, "Hey, do you want to be my girlfriend?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. Like, why not?" In the recent years, though, <laughs> it has been. Um, so like, what are we? And we did a whole episode on the, so what are we kind of conversation, how to bring up the talk, how to have the talk. Um, but today's episode, we're kind of talking about like, okay, so what if we don't have the talk? Like what happens? And do you really need to do it? Because I mean, I agree. Like when you were like in your thirties, like some of our listeners are like, it's really weird to have like the, so like, like, do you mean girlfriend? Kind of, I don't know. It just like, do people even ask each other to be like girlfriend, boyfriend nowadays? Or just automatically assumed? Because I can, I can see how in some relationships where it's like, yeah, like it's obvious. Like with you and your boyfriend, it was very obvious that you were boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. He, he wanted to officially ask you though. Um, whereas people like me, 
who are anxiously attached are like, again, like, I have no fucking clue. Like, I, I'm acting like we're an exclusive, but I don't want to get my ass shown to me and like a fucking idiot. So that's where I feel like it gets weird. Like, yeah, like, I didn't have to ask, like, my best friend to be my best friend. But, I mean, I feel like you got to ask, like, you got to clarify that, like, with relationships. What do you think? Yeah, because somebody could act like they're in a relationship with you and three other girls on the side. Like, you you just don't know. Like, some people yeah. just are the way are that way with everybody that they come in contact with, whether it's friends, family, girls, like, boys like relationships in general like some people are just more of that relationship type even if they don't try to be if that makes sense yeah but it's just like my whole thing that i've always thought about recently especially it's like okay well the next relationship i get into do i say at the beginning of it like first second date in like hey by the way i'm looking for a boyfriend um just so you know so like if you're not looking for a girlfriend like a serious relationship then maybe like we shouldn't continue this date um and like, but it's just like the same time. It's like, I don't know you either. So like, what if I don't like you and everything like that? Like, yeah. I think it's good to be clear with your intentions when you're going into like a new like dating phase. But I'm always afraid to bring that up, especially as the woman, because it's just like, well, like that puts pressure on the men, and it's just like it's too much, and it's like the guy should be the one to, uh, you know, bring it up. And it's just like, dude, I don't want to know if I'm wasting my time. Like, I just need to know, like, this is what I want. If you don't want that, cool. Understandable. Because it's just like, I've had guys who've wanted to see me casually or have wanted to just like, you know, go on one date. And I'm like, that's fine. I just need to know. Like, if you just want to like hook up or if you just want to like go like casual or whatever, that's fine. Just let me know ahead of time before I like, because otherwise I'm going to misinterpret all your signals for relationship boyfriend material and meanwhile you're just like yeah i'm just like dating like five girls right now and i'm like okay cool i'd love that for me yeah i think i don't know how you would do this but like determining like for me like i've always been the girl who like date like dates with the intention of marriage like if i don't see a future with you i'm not going to continue yeah but not everyone's like that. So it's like trying to figure out a way to figure out if they're serious about it. And they're like, mm-hmm. that's their intention without being like, I want to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> because right. Like, Cause if I send it to a guy, they're automatically going to think she's fucking like, crazy. What in the world? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like homeboy. Like, I don't know if I want to marry you yet. I said I'm dating for marriage. Doesn't mean I want to marry you. Exactly. Exactly. Like, don't flatter yourself. Okay? Just, just because like, I'm dating to get married doesn't mean it's going to be with you. Exactly. It <laughs> might be to through, your best I've, friend. I've been through many where I thought and I was wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I might be dating you to get to your homeboy and marry him. We don't know. You might be the bridge to Terabithia. Like, <laughs> such a good one. <laughs> oh my god anyways we digress on that <laughs> so i guess like thinking of how to bring up the talk like early on because uh, yeah like am i terrified to like say that to the next guy i'm seeing yes am i terrified if i like start dating an ex again to be like okay well like this is what i want and it's just like i don't think anybody likes blurred lines like the th- this is and this is the thing i realized from writing this film Fun fact, it's 
easy to keep things casual. It's easy to keep things serious when you know what the other person wants. It's the moment that like you're on that borderline of you're casual, but now we're going to start being intimate and having these like deep conversations and letting people's walls down and get to know each other. That's where the lines get blurred and you no longer, you don't know if this is casual or something serious and something more. And it's, that's the whole part where it's a great moment, but it's a shitty moment if this one person's thinking, oh, this is still casual. This is just how I am. Other person's thinking, oh, like I must be special, like because they are letting me into their world kind of thing, which is ding, 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 winner, winner, chicken dinner, me. How do you teeter-totter on that line of not being a stone-cold bitch, but also, you know, allowing yourself to get to know this person? But, you know, I I think you have to keep in the back of your mind that this person may be seeing other people. And this is where I kind of go back and forth on whether or not if you should date multiple people or stick to a one date kind of person. I know you are like a one person kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you don't have time to date multiple Literally, people. Literally I barely have time to like breathe. And like with me, like I don't, I'm not going on dates with multiple people. I will usually be dating one person and then I'll have somebody, like, I've, I've been talking to, I, I, I text or whatever. They're on the back burner or something like that. Um, because once I end one relationship, do you ever see me single for long? <laughs> no. The answer is no. <laughs> that is why. That is why. I always have somebody on the back burner. Um, even though I, I have said many times before, I'm not a back burner bitch. Doesn't mean that I don't keep bitches on the back burner myself. <laughs> It's not a bad way, not a bad way to live. For me, I don't know, like, I feel like I have a pretty good read on people as to whether or not they're, like, in it for the long haul or, like, Mm -hmm. even just not even the long haul, but just, like, in it to, like, only get to know me. Can you pass on that radar to me? Um, Because I still can't figure it out. You have the people radar, like, oh, she's a good person. Oh, she's not a good person. True, true. I have the oh, they are like are serious and like want to get to know me radar. Because, I mean, for the most part, I can tell immediately if it's just like a fling and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not here for it. And that's why, that's why I've ended so many like talking to people or dating people like casually, True. like when I True. was in college. Cause I was like, I don't have time for it. Like, I don't want to just have a fling. It's not what my end goal is that's not how I want to spend my time like I want to spend my time getting to know someone to build a future with them so Mm -hmm. I I like kind of figured out early on how to kind of weed out who wasn't serious about it yeah I feel like we should trade for like a week or so so I can that'd be awesome um you'll get rid of toxic people in your life I'll finally have a boyfriend (laughs) exactly we just I'll just give you my brain for like a hot second it's fine (laughs) <laughs> I think if you don't have the talk to, that's when situationships kind of arise. Um, whatever ships, whatever you want to call it, which is what my entire 20s has been. It's always been me that's had to bring up the conversation. And I feel like that's the thing. If I'm the one having to bring it up, I already know the answer. And then that's the thing. I guess that's where Jared Free was kind of talking about. Like, Probably. if a guy wants to be with you he's gonna make sure that he's you're the only one he's seeing um because he's not gonna want to share you with anybody else and And nine times out of ten nine times out of ten you're all in you know what i mean yeah like it's 
probably obvious to them, not in a bad way, obvious, but like it's obvious to them that you're into them. And so if they don't make that move, then I guess that's kind of where I could understand where he's coming from in that TikTok. Um, saying yeah. like, you know, if you have to ask, then you already know the answer kind of thing. Because I feel like girls, we, we go after what we want. That's yeah. just at least I mean, the majority like, of us do. So if we've been talking for two months, I like you and I see this going somewhere. If I don't like you would already been kicked to the curb, my friend. And so that's where I'm like, do I need to bring it up? Like, should I even bring it up? Cause I know where I stand, but then some guys are not like that. They're like, oh, I don't know. Like I'm still seeing Sally Q down the road. <laughs> Still seeing Sally. <laughs> but, I, I, yeah, I, I think for girls, a lot of us are always just like, you know, hey, like, I've been talking to you for like a month now. Obviously, I'm into you. I think guys are just a lot slower in that process of realizing that they want to be with somebody. I think girls are so quick and so easy to be like, because we have a ticking time bomb on us. Like, we naturally have a ticking clock inside of our uterus. So, like, we have to know those decisions right away. And it's really easy for us, I think, to determine whether or not this person's relationship material or if they're just a fling. And, you know, girls naturally are hunters, I guess, in that way. I, I, I think that because, like, we had to find a mate biologically. I'm just talking biologically here. We are programmed to find a mate who is healthy enough to spawn a child with. Whereas guys, they don't have to find one person for that. They can date multiple people because biologically they are programmed to create life um, and plant as many seeds. That's the best way I can phrase that. (laughs) Got it. Yeah. Which is why, I mean, I mean, that's why, like, oxytocin isn't released. Uh, it's released more in girls than it is in guys. Like, when they have sex and all that kind of stuff. Like, so I think that's why girls are so quick to be like, okay, yep, he's the one, he's it. And then guys are a little bit slower in realizing that. And so I heard once where it was smart where girls usually set the pace. Guys usually are the ones that, pro- like, take you to the next step. Like, a girl will set how fast this relationship should be going. The guy's the one who will lead you to the next step. Like, they'll ask, like, hey. I feel like that's what happened with me. Like, I kind of slowed it down a little bit in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then my boyfriend took it to the next level. Like, okay, like, now we're in a seriously committed relationship kind of thing. Um, But I think think that for for me, that makes sense. The most sense. I mean, for you guys, like... You really didn't have to ask, like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? We all knew where it was going. Yeah. Literally. But. (laughs) but There's no surprises there. But having that conversation, and it really wasn't even a conversation. Literally, we said, happy new year. Yeah, 2020. F 2020, actually. Right. Um, You want to, like. No, it was not. It wasn't 2020. It was 2019. Oh, shit. (laughs) Wow. Oh my God. It's almost been two years. What in the world? Oh God. Wow. I'm a terrible girlfriend. It's Anyways. fine. Yes. You, you got asked 2018, 2019. That's when you got asked to be Thanks, his girlfriend. You're welcome. But like, You're welcome, Hannah's like, boyfriend. It was like so like, like, I don't even remember what he said. Obviously, I didn't even remember it happened. <laughs> but, it was, but it was super casual. It was not like do you want to go to prom with me? That's what I always feel like. Okay. When people are like, when you ask, do you want to be my girlfriend? That's what it, that's what it feels like. 
is like yeah. do you want to get a problem with me it's just like <laughs> like are we children like i'm 27 years i mean like think about it like did you upset you didn't obsess even over changing your facebook status when no, you got into a relationship I, with your boyfriend yeah no i didn't it's so weird to think about like when we were younger like we used to obsess like over our facebook status like, like relationships both, change like we both like it's on our profiles but we didn't like post it as a status like you know you used to when yeah. you wanted to get like 500 likes or right whatever. I don't like know. I've been saying to this day, like you guys will know I'm in a relationship uh, when I get married. <laughs> it will go from like a fashion, beauty, um, influencer photos to like wedding dress. <laughs> You're like, wait, I'm sorry. She had a boyfriend. <laughs> sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm married. Surprise. I don't know. I think if you don't have it, you wind up and have it being a situation ship and you don't know what the boundaries are. And I think boundaries are super important because one person could be investing so much more into the relationship and you know you feel like you're being vulnerable you're letting them into your world but at the same time they're thinking we're just friends and that just leads to mistreatment when you're not demanding that level of respect i think it goes back to our stepping up your uh, standards episode where if you don't establish like what you're looking for and what you want you're only going to get played mm-hmm. and so that's why i disagree with jared like I think that if you feel like you have to ask, you probably do know the answer, but you need to ask that question then because then you need to get closure and end that relationship in a way. Yeah. I think the issue with the whole talk is that it's been so built up in our heads and in society and in on social media, like in movies, in books, it's, it's almost like this anticipated huge life-changing event when really it should casually happen like i i personally don't feel like it needs to be as involved as we as a society have made it if that makes sense oh yeah oh yeah it doesn't have to be the so what are we kind of thing i think that just being like hey i'm not seeing anybody else are you i really like you are I you think seeing just take, anybody else? Because I'm not yeah. seeing anybody else. And like, I want to see where this goes on a like more yeah. serious level. Exactly. And like we said in the So What Are We episode, only bring it up if you're ready for the answer. Like if you're not ready for that answer, you're not ready for them to say no, like I'm not looking for a relationship, then you're not ready to bring it up. Because you have to accept the fact that they could say no. And if you want a relationship and you stay around for a situationship, you've already invited the mistreatment into your life. And they are just going to continue to destroy your boundaries. They're going to continue to walk over you because they're like, oh, well, this bitch said that she like wanted a relationship. Yet she's still, you know, hanging out with me. Like they're going to keep using you because they know that they can get away with it. They're like, all right, I've I've been able to get away with that. What else can I get away with? You're only going to get screwed over if you do that, take it from somebody who's fucking did it. It's not fun. I promise you. You don't want to bring it up because you already know what the answer is. That's the thing. You don't want to challenge the status quo. You're not challenging a status quo if the person wants to be in a relationship with you. They're going, like, yeah, like that's what I want. I thought that's what we were doing. You're afraid of challenging the status quo because you know what the answer is. It's going to be Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, you want to make it a yes. Like you don't want yeah. it to be a no. No one wants if your it gut, to be a no. If your gut is nervous about it, it's because it already knows what the answer is. It's already no. You wouldn't be afraid to bring it up 
If you knew they were going to say yeah. That's true. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Would your boyfriend ever afraid to bring it up to you? No. Were you afraid to ever bring it up to him? Actually, I think he was nervous about it because he didn't want to mess up. Because Asking you or because you guys have broken up before? Yeah, yeah, just because of our, like, dating history. Gotcha. I think he, like, he waited, he knew way earlier that he wanted to reach out to me, but waited until he was, like, in a place where he was ready to... Hear that you were married. <laughs> Hear that I was married, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Which, he thought yikes. I was engaged. <laughs> Big yikes. It's like, actually the opposite. Actually the opposite. Just dumped his ass. Um, so, hey, um, how you doing? <laughs> hey, hi. I'm here. <laughs> but I think there's there's a multitude of different talks. It's not just the DTR, what are we kind of talk. I mean... There are some talks that, you know, a lot of people don't know if they should have them or not because maybe, like, it's not that time to get too serious. Like, an intimacy talk. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you talk about your past traumas, which I love talking about. Like, let's talk about that on the first date. I want to hear all about your mommy issues and how your daddy left you. Like, let's get into that. Um, <laughs> I like, I'm, tea. I'm here. For, I got the tissues. I'm here for it. Let's get into it. That's just me, though. And I am a nosy ass bitch, which is partially one reason why I had this podcast, partially one reason why I wanted to be a therapist, um, because I love tea. I don't think that you have to divulge all the information if you are not in a serious relationship with a person or if you feel like it's too soon, because I often do not bring up like I struggled with this for a while. OK, so. With my therapist, I told her all the time, like, I felt like I had to divulge into my new relationships, like, my trauma. Okay, like, here's what happened in my last relationship. Here's what went wrong. Oh, my God. Like, I got to unload all this baggage on you. And it doesn't have to be that way. Like, you, it shouldn't be that way, for one. I think part of the reason why I was always afraid to bring it up and why I don't overshare very early on in the relationship is because I automatically think that they don't give a shit. Um, when if a person likes you, they will care and they want to hear about it when whatever makes you feel better. And I always just felt like, Oh, I gotta say all this. Like it's a burden. I gotta get off my chest and everything. When it doesn't have to be, it's just like, no, like this has happened to me. This is why I am the way I am. Okay. Then I think that's the reason why I also felt like I needed to get off my chest too, because it would explain why I am the way I am. And it would just go ahead and get it all on the table. And it doesn't, have to be that way like it's not something that you like okay now i got this off the my my chest now everything's better when it's like no like this is something you're gonna have to continue to work on and you're probably going to reiterate it again down the line like why you don't uh, accept this mistreatment and why you had these boundaries and all that kind of stuff like i remember when i was dating the actor for a bit like i felt like i had he didn't text me for two days and i was like I felt like I had to say, like, okay, well, like, my last relationship, like, the doctor, like, punished me a lot. Like, he, if his form of punishment to me was not texting me for a whole last week. And that's why I'm this, this, and this. And it's just, like, n- no. Like, I just think that you should text me back. Like, I don't have to have a reason for it. I don't have to explain my trauma um, if I don't want to. And I think that goes for anybody. Like, no matter if it's trauma, how many partners you've had, your past relationships, whatever it may be. I don't feel like you have to divulge that, especially if you're not in a committed relationship with the person. Yeah, no. And I feel like, too, whenever you are in a, like, more committed relationship, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but, like, those conversations kind of just, like, flow and appear naturally, like, yeah. and randomly. Like, at least in my experience, like, we will have been 
driving the car and we're talking about X, Y, and Z. And then somehow we go over to talk about something more like personal. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't feel forced. And if you don't want to share, you don't share. And you have to respect that of your partner because like not everyone, like you've said before, like not everyone's ready to share things at the same time. Um, and you shouldn't you also feel don't owe like you, your, yeah, you don't owe anyone anything. Yeah. Even if they are your boyfriend or girlfriend or your husband, like that you don't owe them like your entire life history. Frankly, there's some things I don't want to know about the guys I'm dating. Like I don't really want to know all about their girlfriends. Um, no, like, I don't want to know that at all. I'm a very I want to pretend that you, I want to pretend that like you never dated anybody until me. Yeah, like I you don't have exes. That you're Shrek and I'm Fiona. I also uh, <laughs> would like to pretend that I don't even have exes. We just want to forget about all of them. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, so that's what I like to pretend. Um, you didn't date anybody. I didn't date anybody. We just waited and found each other. It's great. It's magical. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> exes? Who are they? Like, no. <laughs> Honestly, they feel like other lives. I don't know For if that's real. just me. Like, I was driving past the old church that I used to go to when I was growing up. And I was like, that feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> January feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> well, I thought that it was 2020 when I started dating my boyfriend. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how long, happened. that's how long this year has been. So there's that. <sighs> I digress. <laughs> but I think if you feel like it will make you feel better to get it off your chest, then do it. But don't expect them to open up to you in return. Because I feel like with the doctor, for example, he divulged, like we talked about in that one episode, uh, he divulged, the narcissist episode, he divulged a lot of information about his personal life onto me and his depression and his struggles with that. And I was like, who am I? This is a lot. And I was like, hey, by the way, I have a fear of vulnerability. Um, so I appreciate you opening up to me. I can't do the same for you as of right now. We've only been on three dates, my dude. Um, so I'm working on it. I will get there eventually with you. It's just not anytime soon. It happened like a month before we broke up, but you know, Hey, I got there. And I feel like, I feel like with those kind of talks too, like you, there has to be some sort of foundation of trust, at least in my opinion. Like, yeah, because absolutely. if I'm going to get vulnerable with you and tell you things about me and my past and my life, I have to at least trust you. Um, because that's personal information that I don't want your mama and Susie Q down the street to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's just like, I, I have the fear of them using it against me in a way. Uh, true. That's the trauma I've been through. <laughs> you can laugh. It's funny. <laughs> I, I can't because it's not because it makes me irritated. <laughs> I just think of the sparkly ass pumpkin I got on my dresser and shove it. <laughs> I, I just think of the TikTok where the where the girl's like, "You can laugh. It's funny." Okay. <laughs> it's like I don't know if you're being serious or kidding. <laughs> Hey, the the funniest people are the been through the worst trauma. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't had some type of trauma in your life, are you really a comedian? Not really. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but <laughs> enough about that. Uh, so yeah, I think just taking it at your own pace. Like we said before, if you feel like it's going to make you feel better, bring it up. Whether that's what you are in a relationship, 
your struggles, your traumas, your past. Like, if it makes you feel better to get off your chest, then do it. Just don't expect the answer that you usually want, whether that is, yes, I want to date you, or yes, let me show you all my wounds and battle scars, too. Like, don't, you can't, you can think, like, oh, if I open up to them, then they're going to open up to me, and it may not be that way. And it's not fair of you to think that they are going to be that way. Because you're automatically just, you know, going off the perception that you have of them in your head, not who they are in real life. Like Ariana Grande says. (laughs) It's been a thematic element of my entire life these past couple months with writing this film is perceptions of people. And you have perceptions of everybody in your head. And it doesn't mean that your perception is actually who that person is. Oh, no. It's so easy to, like, fantasize someone and create this image in your head of this perfect person. And I feel like as you're in more, like, as you date more people, like, it's a little bit easier to not do that and to actually see the person for, like, who they are and fall for that person versus this little (laughs) rainbow you've created. If something happens, something happens. I am into it with literally no hopes of anything i have no perception of him i am literally going off of what is being given to me and that is what i am reacting off of and it's because i'm not in this disillusion that he wants something more or that there this is going to lead to something if it leads to something then it leads to something there's no expectations and i think when you take expectations off of people then you are going to get a much better outcome and you're going to be a lot happier because I think of the scene in 500 Days of Summer, the expectations versus reality scene, where Tom thinks that because he's going to this party, Summer is, like, going to fall in love with him, they're going to get back together, all this kind of stuff, when really, like, she's, like, getting proposed to and engaged to somebody else. When you stop expecting things out of everybody else in the world, you're automatically going to be happier because you're not getting your hopes up, I think. So when you go into that talk thinking, oh, like, we're going to walk out of this great relationship, you're automatically going to be disappointed. Yeah. No matter what talk it is. And to like go off of that, like when you low, when you don't have expectations and you become happier, you're taking out the piece that someone else is going to make you happier. Exactly. And I feel like that is something that we all get caught up in is like, you might be happy and you might like love yourself and you might have all this self-worth and you might truly be happy, but you think, oh, well, that person, like, they're going to make me happier. They're going to take exactly. me to that next level. And I think when you take out that expectation, too, it's just better. <laughs> exactly. Like we say, just keep living your life. Those people will come into it. Like, it that is so just... natural. It's going to feel yeah. like if it will feel like it is supposed to be. Like, there won't be yeah. any questions. There won't be any, like, nervousness. There won't be this whole, oh, is he going to X, Y, and Z? Like, it it will feel like it's just supposed to be like, that's the only way I can explain how, yeah. how it feels like for me is that like, I can't imagine it any other way. Yeah. Well, it's just like, it's also attractive to see another, see a woman just living her life without like, it's like, Oh wow. Like she doesn't need me. And she is happy and content on her own. And just, I think, I think a lot of times about, I think Andrew Schultz said this on the Girls Gotta Eat podcast. He is always impressed, like, when a girl, like, is just living her life. Because it's just, like, if this girl can, like, cook, can clean, can provide for herself, 
obviously I got to step up somewhere so she sees that I am worthy because that's the thing. Like if you already are fulfilling your life in every single way possible, guys are naturally going to feel like they have to step up just to, just to impress you, just to get you like when you over, it's like, she doesn't really need me. So obviously I got to level the fuck up or I'm not going to get this girl. And that's going to easily weed out the fuck boys. That's going to easily weed out the people who are just there for like a fling because you don't need that. Like you need a partner who's going to be by your side. So you're automatically going to attract the higher level men into your life, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it all just goes back to like, you know, we always say like if a, if a guy likes you, you'll know. If he doesn't, you'll be confused. I think the same thing goes for a relationship. If you have to ask, then you already know it's no um, if a guy likes you, like you already know, and like, there's no need to have to have that conversation. I think it's still a, a, a nicety to have it, but it's not a requirement. You already know that he already knows the answer is yes. You already know that the answer is yes. And it's just a formality at this point. And I think that you are, you're able to know the signs because if you're work worried and like, I don't know what we are, maybe we should ask, then you already know that it's a no. So I think just being yeah. able to like, Lower your expectations. Raise your standards, but lower your expectations for real. Like, don't don't get the twisted. Don't get them twisted. Uh, <laughs> do not raise your standards and lower your. <laughs> do not do not lower your standards and raise your expectations. That just is not good for anybody. No, please God, <laughs> don't get them twisted. But as long as you don't expect something that they're not providing you. If you're not, if as long as you don't expect them to be your boyfriend and they're like giving you bare minimum, I think that you already know what the answer is going to be. It's up to mm-hmm. you if you feel like you need to have this to make you feel better, then do it. Um, that's really what all I can leave you with. And I guess that's a survival tip for the week is if you have to ask, yeah. you already know. If you don't, then it's just a formality. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gals Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.